And then we know the fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of the Napoli Rant. I am Rafiz, joined by my co-host, the Becca Ramazzoni's Rafa Rispo. Ciao, bello. Good to see you again. Hey, hey. So nice. I do it twice. Let's just let it roll. Uh, but hello to you. Hey, all right. It stopped on its own. Hello to you, Rafa. Hello to everybody in the chat as well as the audio listeners. Let's get this rant on the road. Uh, unfortunately, Napoli suffering a loss this week in Lazio. Uh, one nothing at the Stadio Maradona at home always hurts a little bit more. We'll be talking about that match, a little bit of our reactions, a little bit of the Napoli world reactions to this loss because we've been spoiled for a little while, Rafa, haven't we? So yeah, we sure. Have. This is a little bit of uncharted waters this season for us, a bit, a bit, just a bit. Uh, we'll just talk about that. We'll give our beast of the match again, uh, just our general reaction of the game and uh, a little bit of talk, a little bit of news out there regarding some finances, ADL, the team, body, Napoli, agents, all these little bit of drama. We're going to touch on that a bit. Uh, and then, uh, of course, we're going to take some uh, some comments and questions out in the chat. But let's again, let's start with the game. Napoli Lazio one nothing the aftermath, Rafa. Uh, Rafa. Let's talk about performance-wise. We saw, um, we saw. Oh, first of all, I didn't do the first person in the chat today. I'm sorry. Napoli clubs are on the first person. All right, lads. Line is set at 9:05 again. Yes, again, a little bit more technical difficulties today, uh, but uh, we are back. Hello, Napoli club, Toronto. Pasquale Napoli down in the house. Let's go. Look like Zambo needs a rest, Maximus. We're going to talk about this. Uh, Pasquale says, Biz, see what happens when you miss the rant? We drop points. Just kidding. You could take a few more nights off. I think we'll be able to. Thank you, Pasquale. I appreciate it. Bona seira, Gaetano, calma. When you miss the rant, Rafa has technical difficulties. Actually, that's every week, even when you don't miss the rant. Ah, that's so funny. Well, it's tradition now, isn't it? So it is tradition. It's like you need to have technical difficulties or else. Listen, this chat should know. That nine o'clock really means like nine fifteen. Yeah. Nine o'clock is like ballpark like, figure. Just like nine how we try to do 40, 45 minutes, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, we've been trying 45 minutes for two years, but it's all right. We'll yeah. get there eventually. <laughs> and we'll get to be exactly at nine. But listen, we're just giving you a few minutes to guy kind of guy go get your popcorn and, and, and yeah. Yeah and warm up that uh pizza or something, that leftover pizza. Get that cafe, uh, you know. Uh, Gaetano, thank you. Says this is early. We appreciated that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, let, let's talk about this game real quick, guys. And I want your reaction in the chat. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you're what, what you're thinking. You know, I want to know how this game made you feel. You know, what did you take from it? The players you like, the players you didn't like, because I got one that I'm gonna rant a little bit about today, but seemed as if Saudi played this, and and, and ADL kind of called him out too, didn't he, Rafa? Uh, he played this a little bit more safer, a little bit more close. He knew he wasn't gonna go toe to toe, play an open game with Napoli because he would have probably gotten picked apart. And Napoli didn't do so bad, to be quite honest. You know, I don't, True. despite the loss. True, especially when Lazio, you know, was missing Casale in the back, and they had to start Patrick and. You know, um, there was a lot of concern. I mean, nobody was really doubting Romagnoli being okay back there. You got Husay that knows the Napoli game. You know, um, 
all in all, uh, Saudi went pretty conservative with Napoli instead of instead of opening up like his game, you know. And, and listen, it paid dividends for them. Um, but uh, you know, we had chances. We sure had our chances for sure. When the ball doesn't want to go in, it doesn't want to go in. Mm -hmm. um, kudos to Saudi and Lazio for doing what they did at the Maradona. Um, you know, we, how many teams can you say came to Maradona and played, uh, Napoli, you know, outplayed Napoli overall. And, um, you know, they did, they did what they had to do to beat us, you know, uh, would you call this outplayed? Team. Would you call, Lazio I mean, yeah, I, I might've, I, when I said outplayed, maybe I was kind of hoping it didn't come out of my mouth. Cause I don't know uh -huh. if we were outplayed. I don't really think we were outplayed either, you know? Um, but, uh, I do think that we were outsmartened. I think that maybe we were like figured out just a little bit. And, you know, I don't think we were uh, anticipating the style of play Saudi came to us with, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we were anticipating the open game Saudi likes to play Saudi ball. Mm -hmm. Saudi did not play Saudi ball against Napoli. He played conservative, defensive, counterattacking, you know, and, Gosh, Raf. I mean, be, beside you know, take away that amazing Vecino shot. The game was nil nil, you know, and I, I would be okay with that. I mean, listen, we we saw that Kim header that was you know, uh, uh, Provadel, Provolone. What's his name? <laughs> Provolone. Uh, had a, had a, had a great save. I, I, it wasn't. It wasn't Swiss cheese. He was. He was no, provolone was, cheese. He, he was sturdy as provolone. A nice thick cut right. too. No. No. Yeah. yeah right. No holes. No holes in those hands. But <laughs> I was. By the way, full disclosure. I was busy all weekend. I was. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm doing some stuff uh, with a small broadcast companies. Uh, so that was one of the reasons of my absences. That was the reason why I didn't watch the game this week, and I actually watched it this afternoon. Because we were so busy all weekend. Um, and I was expecting something worse. I was like, what happened? You know, did not, but all in all, I think it, it was a little bit of a, um, a lack of luck, if that's what you want to say, a lack of finishing, I, I think, overall. Like, I, and, and here's the thing like, it's not like they, they didn't play bad, they just missed some chances. Sure. And, and I think they got a lucky bounce. It was, it was a nice shot. Uh, it was a lucky bounce. We saw it, it was weird how it kind of hit the floor, then hooked left, and Moret wasn't able to get his hand on it. He was definitely outstretched for it, but wasn't able to. Dude, to that shot, it, out, it, it seemed like that crazy. shot. When, when, it hit the, when he hit the shot, the ball, you know, hit the ground first, and then it seemed like once it hit the ground, it did a funny spin. It rose from the ground. It went faster as it came in. It's mm -hmm. one of those shots where I dare him to take another shot like that again and hit the target the way he did. I dare yeah. him to do that. It's only his yeah. second goal is he's in Vecino, right? But I do have a, a, a weird little statistic for you, right? Okay. So this is our second loss of the season, correct? Right. First loss was against Inter, scored by Edin Dzeko. This loss, scored by Matias Vecino, mm -hmm. both former Spalletti players. Sure. So the two... The two one nil defeats came at the hands of former Spalletti players. Look at that. And also, Mario like, Rui didn't play in this game, and in every game we lost this season, including Coppa Italia, 
Mario Rui was not on the pitch. I wonder if it's listen. I think Oliveira does a good job defensively, um, but when it comes down to offense, I, I, for me, it's Mario Rui. I, I think he he does more than we we think he does sometimes. And despite not having any goals, obviously he has he's one of the top with assists. I think he's one of the, the second in the team, right behind Cavada. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. he, he's in the he's in the top. 10 or top five now, I believe, in all city, maybe. Uh, so yeah, I, I think offensively, we do miss Mario Rui when he's not there because, again, somebody had mentioned about not having enough crosses, and that's one thing he provides. We've all seen his crossing ability this season and how much it helps. So, yeah, getting kicking people in the junk, whatever, be out of frustration or what have you, you know, I don't want to say it cost us the game, but it, it, it possibly. You know, puts us in a position where we have no choice to start Oliveira, and we might lose a little bit of that offensive presence. And when the teams are parking the bus, and when pe- when teams are clogging the lanes, Rui is a good guy to have on the field because he does make those crosses, and he could put the ball over these these clogged lanes uh, in, in 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 the midfield. And you know, we we didn't see much of that from Oliveira going on, and he even had his opportunity, Oliveira. Uh, there was one where he kind of was going in a box, and then I don't know. He started like looking lost or confused or something, and then yeah. he, he ended up getting the ball taken away from him. So, yeah. um, you know, you know, and not only not only that, it's not that Oliveira can't you know play an offensive game. I think he's okay offensively. It's not like he's he's not great, but he's okay. You know, I I just think that we're missing an aspect of our game when Mariuri is not in that on that pitch. You know, we're missing a key aspect to where like we can we can press with Mario on the left and we can press with you know Lorenzo uh, Giovanni on the right, right? Di Lorenzo. And um you know I think when when uh, you know when um Oliveira's in we're more more much more defensive and rely more on the midfield to do things which mm-hmm. you know generally the midfield has done its job but uh right. not so much today uh, or or for this match but listen a loss we'll take it you know um there, also uh you know when when we have opportunity to put the ball in the back of the net and it's like like you know m- magical saves prevent us from it you know what are you gonna do right what are you gonna do listen it's like i said it's one loss at home it's second loss of the season it's not the end of the world for a little while there (laughs) we were only you know with with lazio winning climbing into second provisionally we were still 17 points ahead you know so like had inter lost their match because milan ended up losing theirs right had inter lost or drawn their match we would only have lost one point in this in the standings for the Scudetto after losing a match, which is huge. It's very big. Uh, Inter won, and it's 15, fine. But another thing that I like that happened this weekend is that Juve lost, and mm-hmm. all of those Juventini coming out claiming that they'll get their 15 points back, and when they do, they'll only be 12 behind Napoli, which is doable, quote-unquote, when they beat Roma, quote unquote, which didn't happen, and I'm not quoting a quoting because that's actually true. It didn't happen. Roma beats right. Juventus, and then they can go away now. So go we're fine. Away. Everything, everything is fine. Tutta posse, I live you know? 
Ali Buen. Ali Buen. No, good, good, good point on that, Rafa. But do you think that you know uh, Joe Fischetti uh, a couple podcasts ago mentioned something uh, that I kind of hit me. It struck me, and I thought it was important to 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 repeat here on the rant. That do you feel that maybe the team has been a bit Cavada Osinem dependent? Now, mind you, I do want to say that in the fall we spoke about the fall winter around that transition. We spoke on the rant about hey, we'll take seven points lead. You know, Napoli have doubled that. Losing a game, to be honest, like yeah, we can more, give them. Yeah, we're more than double, right? You know, losing it, we can give a little bit of leeway for this loss. But considering we scored no goals at all, and considering some of the performance of one of our midfielders, do you think that Napoli has lost a little bit of that kind of participation? Mind you, we have what 17 goal scorers, you know, but a lot of this came from the beginning of the, the first half of the season before the World Cup. Do you think Napoli loses that edge a little bit at all lately? Is there something about, you know, Cavada and Osi being in such form that maybe sometimes we don't get more contribution? Or do you think mm, everything's kind of more or less the, the, the same as it was? I think you're seeing a lot of Kvada and Osiman on the stat sheets. Um, and it shows that this is the tandem duo, right? Like that that's going to get Napoli to their third Scudetto. Um but what I do think is that, you know, the the, the fact that Osiman scored a goal, you know, in eight straight matches, that streak was bound to be broken at some point. Kvada mm-hmm. um, Chikelia was bound to have a, you know, tough game at some point. You know, I love how people come out and say, oh, I thought this was the best Napoli you'll ever see, blah, blah, blah. They lose to Lazio. Kvada's quiet. Osiman did nothing. You know, people – Players are allowed to have, a, a, you know, a less than good game every, you know, maybe 11 or 12 matches. It, it, you know, it's, right. it's not out of the – look at Marcus Rashford in Manchester United where everybody was was touting him to be the best since the World Cup, better than Austin men, so great, so great. Yet United lost to Liverpool who had been struggling and recently found their winning ways again. But everybody thought, man, United was going to roll over Liverpool, and it was 7-0 Liverpool. Seven. So, you know, where was Rashford for that match? You know what I'm saying? Where right. was, where was the, the, the – Where was the ESPN then? The defense there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, listen, we, we all pretty much – most of the team had an off game, which is allowed. Uh, even the great Juventus have won 102 points in 2014, lost two games. You know, will we lose another game? Maybe. Will it be because we're Kvada and Osman dependent? I, I, I mean, I like what you said about in the fall and winter when those two players were each gone for a certain amount of games, uh, not necessarily at the same time. We had players like Raspadori step up, who's injured. We had players like you know Simeone come in to score and take over. Elmas scored goals. We had mm-hmm. goals from Di Lorenzo. We had goals from the midfield. You know, um, Chucky scored a couple, was assisting on a few. Like you know, Zielinski doing his job, you know, and maybe when these two are firing on all cylinders, everybody sort of maybe takes a little bit of a step back and maybe makes their job easier. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, at the same time, there are certain teams that are forced to play open to try to score goals where we capitalize on them 
and Lazio is a team with quality. I've said this before. To, I haven't stated this statement where I, like, I don't think I said this in public where I thought Lazio would be one of the teams to beat us. I was okay. really afraid of them when we went to the Olympico, very afraid of them because mm -hmm. I know that they're a good team and they've proven right. it. They're sure. You know, they definitely got quality aside, on the field. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, Saudi is doing his work on this team. Like Saudi is allowed to do his work on this team. Saudi wasn't allowed to do that at Chelsea. Saudi wasn't allowed to do that at Juve, but at Lazio, he's able to do it. So uh, in my opinion, the two teams that I thought we would lose to, we lost to. You know, I was afraid of Lazio at the Olympico. We overcame that. Um, and I was afraid of Inter coming back from the World Cup. We lost that game. And here we are at the Maradona, lost that game. You know, so now mm -hmm. that's it. I, I'm really not afraid of any other team in Serie A. But Lazio right. actually have a great team with options in the defense. The, the, the third best defense in the top five leagues of Europe uh, 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 third most clean sheets, I should say. Anyway, I don't know about best defense, but they have the third most clean sheets, other than Barcelona, which is number one, and actually Juventus, even though they're down in tenth place, with number two, with with uh, the second most clean sheets in in the top five leagues of Europe. It's Lazio three. So, am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised that we lost to them. I'm disappointed. But I also don't believe 100%. Like, I see where Joe Fischetti is coming from when he says maybe we're a little Aussie men cloud dependent. That's right. because their names are on in lights. They're in radar. They're on the radar. You know, they, they've they've got the, 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 the big teams looking at them with the big fees and all that stuff, and they're producing numbers. But I sure. think the team is very capable of, of handling their business when they have bad games, too. Fair it point. just so happens they had a bad game against one of the better teams in Serie A who are going to qualify for the Champions League. Fair point. Fair point. I like it. I want to address a question here from Joey Carbs, and then uh, we're going to talk about some other stuff, Rafa. But he says, "I Joey Carbs says to us, I worry that this Lazio model might be used by other teams to unlock us. Mm -hmm. The Lazio find something here. Thoughts? Well, go ahead. I, my short answer is no. They didn't, they didn't unlock yeah. anything. They didn't find anything. There was other teams that that parked the bus with us and gave us a hard time and clogged all the lanes and yada 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 and we were able to overcome. I think again, mm -hmm. when I I was before I watched the game, I thought, well, what happened here? Uh, but then after I watched the game, I realized that, well, you know, the the bounces didn't come our way, literally. You know, no pun intended, actually, you know, with with mm -hmm. a nice, you know, bounce kick from uh uh scene over there to, to score. The bounces didn't come our way. I, I believe uh, Ozinem had a post, if I, a little hashtag yeah. Lenyanopoli, right? Uh, did the post, hashtag Lenyanopoli with the shoulder. Kim right? almost scored point blank range. Yeah, that was from uh, the ensuing play. Like, like it hit the post. Oh, it was it from the same play. That's right. That's right. Sure. It, it hit the post. It came back to Kim, who headed it right towards goal. Provadel came out with a one handed, you know, great save. Um, let's not forget to mention um, the, the fact that, um, you know, Zielinski took a shot and almost scored too, missed a, missed a really, really good opportunity. And let's not forget that uh, just for me, the bench didn't have it. And some players, when they got close to the box or in the box, they fumbled at their feet. They stumbled at their feet. Right. Oliveira being one. Even, or you just know, shot Oliveira in the traffic too. 
shot mm-hmm. into traffic. I blocked shots and he blocked uh, shots for lots of and game. took their time with the ball instead of got rid of it. There was one play um, that Zielinski could have passed to Kvada that was pretty open um, and went for the shot himself. But, you know, sometimes when you feel it, you feel it. I don't really fault, you know, Zielinski for that either. But, you know, like I said, uh, you know, it, so to answer uh, who asked the question, I'm sorry, I forgot who asked it. But, that was but Joey to answer, Carbs. To answer Joey Carbs, Maybe he's got a point when when he says you know unlocking Napoli, but listen, guys, Napoli have only lost two matches all season, and they were both one nils in pretty tight games. I don't see anyone unlock Napoli. I, and and here's the thing: is that if you're gonna unlock Napoli with the style of play that Lazio played in. Not every team can play like that against us because they're going to get caught out. Lazio, again, have quality back there. They have a great defense. They have a wonderful goalkeeper, one of my favorites now. And their midfield is solid. It was a very – in my opinion, it was probably one of the more um, evenly matched sides Lazio have. You know, And, and, And I'm saying a lot of high praise about them, but I think it's true. Mm-hmm. I think they're. I think they have great quality in every position, and maybe where they lack is a depth, and um, you know the fact that their mentality still needs work. They can kind of tend to drop points against smaller teams, and they got it done against Lazio, uh, against Napoli, against us. Um, and I, I, again, like I said, I I think I think the Napoli game against Atalanta on Saturday is going to go our way for sure. Because that's a team that's struggling big time. They can't they can't seem to find their way out of this little mini hole that they're in right now. Right. And I don't see what's happened. You know, and everybody says, Oh, Mario Rui, he missed the three games that we lost and he's gonna miss this one. And now it's like, oh, uh oh, here comes another, you know. And don't get me wrong, it'll be a tough game, but I don't see Atalanta doing what Lazio did and being that successful, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't, I'm not worried about it. I'm really not. I'm not that worried. Fair. Fair enough. Now, before we get to the beast of the match, uh, there is one person that I wanted to speak about that, you know, I, I'm just, it, I'm having a hard time with him lately. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I named this seg- segment, segment, uh, and anguish, 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 anguish. And for anguish here. Um, ciao Dante. How are you? Uh, good to see you back. Uh, we're doing okay. Thank Mi you dispiace, for asking. Yeah, sorry Mi for you. Really good up top there, even despite our loss. But thank you for always being a good sport and coming in and being a good guy here in our uh, in the Napoli rant chat. But Anguisha, Anguisha, uh, you know, this is a guy who won, like, hands down, won Beast of the Quarter for the first quarter. I mean, his gameplay opening up this season was, I, I mean, it was even better than what we saw when he opened up last season when he played against Juventus, his first game in one beast of the match. Uh, I, I, I wasn't happy. I haven't been happy with his performance since the World Cup. I haven't been happy with his performance, honestly, since he snagged that little injury uh, last fall, last winter, whatever, and, and you know, this past uh, few months. And, you know, I don't know if his foot is off the gas because the, the team's doing so well and maybe he doesn't really need to do as much. I'm not sure what it is. But, you know, 
I don't think he could have like stopped that goal. He was near uh, what's his name? Um, Vecino. Can't believe yeah. it slipped my mind. Yeah. And Vecino. and he was he was just kind of lallygagging, just just kind of like jogging around a little bit. And he's been doing that a whole lot. Like you'll see. You'll see some spurts of energy from him, but I don't see the same Anguissa, and I think this is a big deal. I think this is a big deal. I think Zelinski has been a little bit inconsistent, but over the past few games has showed up, has come back to form, has given the team, you know, way more sweat, you know, way more energy. But Anguissa, you know, this was a guy that can dispossess anybody in the midfield. This is a guy that can run back and cover Di Lorenzo. This was a guy that was vital to our defense at, at one point. And not only that, but added this offense to his game where he was able to play make, he was able to create assists, and a couple of times was able to score. We don't see like half of that right now. And I'm wondering, where did Anguisa go? And it's just giving me anguish, Anguisha, because, hell, like – Listen, Napoli, to me, the beginning of the season was the midfield. The midfield, I was like, bro, these guys, if they play like this, no, nobody's going to beat us. Because to me, in my opinion, in Italy, if you control the midfield, you're, you're going to win. You're going to win. You're going to win the Scudetto. You're going to win the Scudetto. It's so important to control that midfield. And Lobotka has been shut down, playing on his hands, on his head. I mean, 100%. Even on his bad game, some people said against Lazio, he didn't have a great game. He was being pressed, da 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 Even then, he didn't even look that bad, you know? Yeah. And he was still quarterback and pointing, giving directions, keeping the ball, trying. And Guisa was getting the ball and laying off back to Labotka, getting ball, laying off back to Labotka. Not even, you know, turning, trying to make a run. Sometimes what you would see in, uh, from like Ndombele. Or what we saw was when he was taken off, Around the 70th minute, Elmas comes in, and Elmas is like running around like a freak of nature, just trying to participate. We almost scored. He helped on defense. He helped, you know, you, you can see right when he was on the field that you know Lazio couldn't move his forward as quick. They were they were more hesitant on the counter. They had to go back and reset. And it wasn't that Elmas was dispossessing, but he was just putting pressure on the ball handler and making them go back again and try to reset. I didn't see that winning. I haven't been seeing that one in Lisa. And to me. This is a guy, like, I give him the least of the match uh, against Lazio because this is a guy that, I mean, considering what he did at the beginning of the season, I, I'm not as satisfied with this play. I can appreciate some of the bursts that he had. He did all right in Champions League, but he's got to keep this up. I want to see this the whole game, I want uh, the whole season, not just when you feel like it. And, and I think him coming off the field, Right after that goal, I think that was a message from Sp I think Spalletti noticed what was going on there. And he's like, I'm going to revamp that whole right side. And Elmas in and Guisa out. Yeah, and and I agree with that. I And I do see a lot of people in the chat room, uh, you know, saying things like, and Guisa needs rest. He's been playing. There's not really a great direct, uh, you know, um, substitution for him. Um I guess I mean I get that I do, but Lobotka's playing lights out, and he's been he's had the same amount of matches and the same amount of minutes, and so has Zielinski, you know. So like this 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 midfield is is the three in the midfield, you know. So there's there's a lot. I mean there's I mean obviously we can make moves like put Elmas in there for him, and or or you know maybe give Endobele a start somewhere somehow get him in there. Uh, 
Oh, apparently I need to rest too. Shoot, I think I'm playing oh, yeah. the field for Yeah, now. right. Oh, You've been up. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, I I do I do believe that he he does maybe he does need a rest. Not all players are the same, right? He does play a he does play very hard when he's on. I agree with you, Ralph. The Champions League game is probably one of his better games all 2023, right? Um, yeah. You know, maybe it is smart to sit him down because we do kind of need him for this Champions League match that's coming up next Wednesday, a week from, you know, in uh, nine days from now. Um, perhaps we perhaps we let him sit against Atalanta and use him for the Champions League. Then we have another match at the weekend, and then it's off to uh, an international break, which... Maybe he goes to play for Cameroon or not, but still, it's 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 a little bit of a break away from the team, and everybody can refresh and refocus. Um, and honestly, even though he's not playing up to par as of late, you know, a, a less than fresh or less than on point on Gisa, we're still winning games left and right. You know, okay, we lost Friday, yeah. but still, I'm nitpicking at this point, probably. No, and, and everyone is because of what he did in the beginning of the. It's it's because of what he did in the beginning of the season exactly. that I get so emotional about. I'm like exactly, and and, and they're okay. To, it's okay for you to nitpick. It's fine. I will. It's fine. You know that the. You know, I it's, can do that. Don't let anybody tell it's you. America. Hey, you know, I you thought know. this was America, Rafa. <laughs> it's America for sure. It's America. You know, our America. opinion matters. America. Opinion More than everybody. America. America. Um, but yeah, finish up because yeah. I want to get to the beast of the match. Nah, I'm kind of done with it. You know, listen, yeah. Gisa's still still a beast of, the, beast of the first quarter and still has it in him. You know, let's let him sit for one match. You know, it's, it's, it's tough to it's tough to say that because we can't really let Lubotka sit because he's the guy that's got to play every game. So right, right. Uh, he's good. These he's are humans; good. they're not machines. You know what I mean? And um, at some point in the season, Spalletti will be able to rotate these players a little more heavily because uh, pretty soon we're gonna kick. Uh, you know, lift up that scudetto. So there mm -hmm. you go. All right, guys, beast of the match of this game, match day 25 versus Lazio. You know, we do a win, lose, or a draw. We always pick one now, something that we started new uh, this season on the Napoli rant. So let us know. A little bit of surprise. I saw Vinny going, Kim, Kim, Kim. Uh, Kim, 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 you know, Kim, 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 Kim. De Lorenzo's a beast with that clearance off the line. Yeah, Poss definitely earned him a nomination for sure. So uh, Vinny, Vinny is picking the whole South Korea back line. Keeper and defenders <laughs> included. As we said, match. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll show it right now, guys. Here we go. For the second ah, week in a row. Two weeks uh, in a row. And four. look, everyone, it's on your screen instead of on my phone screen. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. We'll have to figure that out, Ralph. But well, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah, but this is it, guys. Peter Zielinski. Peter Zielinski. Now, you know, me and Rafa threw back uh uh somebody was saying D Lo or Kim. I, I know D Lo has that wonderful highlight. Uh, and I don't want to take away anything from that. But to me, to me, this guy has he's 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 shown up these past two games, and that's why and and 
I'm so happy because, you know, he didn't get a beast of the match until last week all season. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we were so shocked. We thought he would have at least had one or so, one or two maybe in before the World Cup, but that didn't happen. Um, he was doing well. He did well, but he wasn't beasting it. I think this game, if there's one guy that really stuck out for me, it was Peter Zielinski. I mean, he was running back and forth. He was making plays. He was taking shots. Yes, there could have been a few layoffs that that he could have done uh, to Cavada. You know, he he needs to make sure that he's looking at the whole, the whole field and to see who's the best chance to take a shot. I'll I'll say that much. But honestly, when this guy is playing right, I mean, our offense is almost unstoppable the fact that we didn't score and this man is a beast is like an anomaly to me like i don't get i don't even get it i don't get it but for me peter Zelinsky has been playing super energetic he's back to what we want to see him do and i just had to give it to him i mean yes Slobodka can win every game he was cool he's like Koulibaly last season you know definitely and uh you know Kavada had a decent game Dilo had a great uh, uh, highlight clearing that ball right off the line with his head. Kim had a sh you know shutting down Immobile. Rafa, you'll talk about that, but mm -hmm. um, I just had to give it to Zelensky, man. He 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 really he really he sweating that jersey, uh, this game, uh, and he was just super noticeable, and that's what stuck out to me the most. And that's why for me, at the end of the day, he uh, he got beast. <laughs> Yeah, and I agree. I, I think he's I think he's played really well over the past few games. I think he's rediscovered his 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 form, um, and I would definitely see why he would be the beast. He wasn't my first choice, right? But uh, but we spoke about it, and I think we agreed. You know, two in a row for for Zielinski. I think he he deserves it. We all know that um, uh, Peter is a big fan. You know, because he's he's the Zelensky guy, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'd, I'd like to advocate um, for Kim and Jay. Okay. Um, I think I think Kim was uh, really really. Um, I think he had a lot of great stats, and I know the beast isn't really you know a stats thing. It's a it's a feeling thing, right? We we felt mm -hmm. that that Zelensky played better. Um, or, or deserve the beast role. Uh, but Kim was, you know, he, he, he won eight of 10 duels and, um, all eight of the duels that he won were head were in the air. Um, so he was, he was on the ball. He was on a lot of crosses. He was on a lot of balls. Uh, you know, he had the header that almost scored, um, where Provadel made the save. Uh, he ran up in in offense you know a lot especially towards the end to try to get a goal and then ran right back to defense and i i think kim deserves a shout i also if kim if if, if uh, napoli had gotten a result out of the match whether it was a win or a draw it could have been either been three zielinski kim or di lorenzo di lorenzo for me with that that goal line clearance for Di Lorenzo in the first like couple minutes of the game, uh -huh. I thought was going to save the game for us, and I I was fully prepared right then, even live time watching it. I didn't even have to watch it again. I was like, beast, beast right there. If we come away with a win or a draw, he gets beast right there. You know, right at that move that mm -hmm. 
amazing headed goal line clearance. But you know, again, uh, Zielinski needs to to get his due. I think he 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 definitely deserved it. He was on a lot of balls. He was he was he he made a lot of great runs. He had a great shot. He put in a lot of good balls into into play. Made some made, really created some chances. So you know, I'm good with it. I'm good with uh, the decision that we made. Rafa, I'm going to take one question before we move on to the last segment tonight uh, from Foxdrop, who, by the way, who always uh, always sending out comments uh, for the replay. Foxdrop, I see you out there. We try to respond to all of them. I think we really appreciate that. Keep it up. So I'm going to answer your question here. Who do we start against Atalanta knowing we have a Champions League right after? That's a good question. Now, who do we start against Atalanta to know that we have the Champions League right after? So here's, here's the deal. We... Uh, we don't really deviate from the plan. I mean, if there's a way that we can get Angista to have a seat, we're already down Mario Rui. Just kidding. Um, I don't see us going any other way than Lozano, Kvada, and Osimhen up front. You know, Loborka, Zielinski, Angista slash Elmas slash Ndombele. Um, Who do you think starts, the, Elmas or Anguisa? I have a funny feeling he'll start Elmas. Elmas had such a great game against Atalanta last last time out. Mm -hmm. I believe we gave Elmas beast of the match for that. I don't remember. No, that was Ossiman. Ossiman definitely got beast of the match for that. But Elmas was a shout. Okay. Um. um yeah, man. Elmas I, I mean, Matt, it's Matt tough. I, I, I won't be surprised if Angisa starts, but I would be pleasantly surprised and great grateful if he sat for one match just to kind of rest. You know, maybe he comes in 20 minutes after, you know, left. I don't know. But um, I'll read off Vincenza's yeah. response here. Vincenza Bartillo says, I play our starters, quote unquote, versus Atalanta and rotate a bit more versus Frankfurt, given the result in the first. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. Pretty we good have a two I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. They, they, you know, again, goal, goal, uh, away goals don't count anymore for anything in Europe. So, you know, uh, uh, scoring two goals away only means that they have to come to our house and beat us 2-0. Um, but the away goals don't count, you know, so, so – that's gone away. However, asking a team like Frankfurt to without uh Colo Mauni too, the, their top player by far, their top player Colo Mauni, um, he's out with a red card that he got against us. That's right. That's right. Um, you're asking this team to go to the Maradona and beat us two nil. Like that's you know this is not Inter Lazio. This is this is a Frankfurt side that. Is good, but is good with their best players. And uh, you know, my yeah, my take, Rafa, is that like Frankfurt, and and I saw it. I don't think I was here of the post champions game because I was out. But Frankfurt is a team that to beat Napoli have to play perfect, and that's going to be hard to sustain for thirty minutes. You know, they did great in the opening. You know, they were at home, everybody was excited, they were pumped. They did great holding down Napoli. They gave them a hard time. They gave Frankfurt gave a hard time to Napoli to engage our strikers, but they couldn't sustain that, as you saw. And little by little, Napoli was chipping away, chipping away. We'll probably have Mario Reed back. I know somebody had said it here that he 
that Daniel Harris said. All I'm saying is we better be in against Frankfurt, Daniel says. Uh, and uh, Gaetano says Napoli 5, Germans 1. <laughs> I like Frankfurt Airport, by the way. Is that, is that Napoli 5, Germans 1? Um, is that the result uh, for the second leg, or is that the full tie result? What do you think, Gaetano? Hmm, good question. You're saying we you're saying we win that game three one. I think we'll be alright. I I believe I believe we'll we'll comfortably beat um, uh, the Germans, okay. and Mario Rui will be back for that match. Um, he would be playing in that match regardless because you know he the 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 red card doesn't count in the Champions League. It's a Serie right. red card. Marie will be back for the match before the break. So the match after the Frankfurt match, he is eligible to play in that match. I believe it's against I believe it's against Torino. I'd have to check. But yeah, we, we, we we're we're in good shape. We're in good shape. No matter how we start. Yeah. I don't I don't especially with Inter beating Lecce this weekend and it now being a negative fifteen for them, like like you don't want to risk too much change in the lineup, especially against uh, Atalanta, who, like I said before, is struggling, but can very well be dangerous. We all know how dangerous they could be. So I don't think you deviate too much from the plan, right? For for us, we're trying to we're trying to clinch a scudetto as soon as we possibly can, while we manage to get by in the Champions League. So maybe mm. later we'll. You know we have more better chance to concentrate only on the Champions League, and it is Torino. Thank you, Akramone, for that. I appreciate that. Right. I'm gonna put on a little closing music, and we'll wrap it up with this last segment, uh, Rafa. We won't take too much time on it, but. Uh... Body moved up recently in, in, in Steady of B, I believe, and there's there's talk yes. that you know if they advance, who's you know who's ADL going to choose, and and I think I think all things considering, Body's going to get sold, and I'm well, sure it, he he there was a re, a report came out and said quite frankly that ADL said that he will he will sell Body. It's, it's right. It's, an absolute thing. Thing. He was pretty and direct you know about it too. He, I mean, was, he doesn't beat around the bush. He's like, I'm selling body. He doesn't beat around the bush. He doesn't. No. Kudos to him. I think that's a smart move. Very smart. Well, let me talk a little smack because, you know, let's not forget that body, right? Uh, about how it was last season, on 2020 or 2021, putting up Strichone. Oh, calling ADL a liar that they didn't get the setty of B in three years, but they got it in four years or whatever, whatever it was. Okay. You know, and now they're they're putting out messages that hey, you know, you, you could say at body we we have just as, you know we're just as big as Napoli or some along the line of just as much potential as Napoli, and we hope at least you smell to somebody good. Don't forget, two three years ago, you shitted on the Delarantis family. Because you couldn't just hold your emotions back in because, you know, you failed one season, a couple of the worst seasons ever in any club that, that any any club could easily tank, could easily went to bankruptcy, including Napoli, but you didn't. Instead, you're here fighting and you might see Steady on next season. So, 
Listen, guys, be careful what you wish for. Be careful how you talk mm. smack. Remember, everybody talked smack in the beginning of the season about ADL when he sold the players, and then they're like, oh, my God. You know, it was A16, uh, you know, A16 uh, East. Now it's A16 West. For sure. Don't ever, you know, we forgive, but we don't forget. And, you know, yes, body's going to get sold because, let's keep it real, there was reports coming out that that Napoli quite possibly was going to fetch somewhere in the billions, like $1.2 billion from an American national company or something like that, and, and ADL turned it down. Now, I couldn't find a whole lot of articles. I only found one on that, so I don't know how much I believe it, but if you're going to tell me that Napoli is stretching in the billions of dollars, we're not getting sold. I think, I think ADL finally tasted, tasted what success is, and that's the season and what it could be and i think he has a new way of doing it he has a new philosophy and he wants to roll with this as long as he can and and he wants to bring napoli's value as high as possible let's keep it real body is not going to make that not going to make that um not going to make that billion dollar mark for a long long time so it is what it is yeah 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 that, that that it is what it is and for everybody freaking out as well um on the words of Ossiman and Kvadashkelia recently coming out saying things like oh it's my goal to play in the premier league and i've been a fan of real madrid for all my life i'd love to play there you guys just relax let's relax because this is nothing new everybody knows Aussie men's a big fan of like Chelsea and the Premier League and what have you. Everybody knows he loved Barcelona. Everybody knows Cavada loved Real Madrid. And where are they? They're playing with Nap. Let's not make this too much of a big deal right now. I don't I think it could be the press trying to like, you know, mess with Nap oh, like they usually do. No, sure. they're trying to get clicks, Rob. Well, that's just it. They got sure, no clicks. What fine. are you going to talk Listen, about? Uh, We're running away Aussie with men's- the secret. Aussie men said the same thing today as he said a year ago, two years ago at the beginning of the year. It's fine. I don't care about it. I don't care. He also said he loves Napoli and wants to win everything here too. So, hey, let's focus on that right now while we have that going for us. Yeah? Ragazzi, non scherziamo. Io voglio vendere il Bari. Il Bari. Is that worth $1.2 billion? I'm going to sell you. The body, it's not body. worth the 1.2 billion. And I will tell you. Napoli is worth the 1.2 billion. Non scherziamo, ragazzi. Dai, Non ti Non e Cavara vale 200 milioni non scherziamo dai io voglio tutto my players are not for sale <laughs> quando vengo <laughs> io non ho debiti non ho debiti non, non ho debiti dai non ho debiti a nessuno non, non ti scherziamo non scherziamo ragazzi Napoli i napolitani what about, what about what about earlier this season? Ragazzi, stai calmi. Quest'anno vinciamo lo scudetto. And everyone thought he was nuts. <laughs> right. First time he said it, and we're about to do it. Maybe he should have he been saying that. 
Yo, and they know. They know what's happening. They for but sure guys, know. I hope you enjoyed the show, guys. Don't forget oh, to listen, guys. Before I'm sorry, Ralph, to cut you well, off. Before we go, before we go, we have a big, big announcement. Yes, Impromptu, yes. last minute. We will be having a Tri-State Napoli Club meet at Luna in Nutley, New Jersey for Anapoli Atalanta. The match starts at 12 o'clock p.m. It's Saturday, this Saturday, the 11th, once again. Not so sure I'm going to be able to make it. Ralph Biz, I don't know either. But if you can get there, please get there. We're also, like I mentioned last week, we're having the meet in uh, Wednesday at, uh, the for the Champions League game on the 15th at, at uh, Rivalta. And then again, April 2nd, Sunday, against Milan. And um, so, yeah, this Saturday, uh, the 11th at 12, Napoli Atalanta at Napoli, New Jersey. Be there, please. Be there, be square. Go for it, guys. Great time. Uh, we were there the last not last year game game prior um, for assembly. So you know, come participate, guys. It's a growing community. I'm sure you have a lot of fun, man. It really is like a big family here. Uh, but yes, please give us a like, like this episode. Please. Oh, is that video there? Oh. Uh, please give the show a subscribe. We've grown to a thousand on Twitter. Thank you so much. We passed the 500 mark here on YouTube. We would like to reach a thousand subscribers. Please help us. Uh, but Rafa, great show as always. Thank you to the chat. I got, I got one last little surprise for you, okay? Okay. I don't know if you heard that. Is it give me a hug at Zelensky? Yeah. Love it. There it is. That, that line is famous now. Great. We need we need to make that a, a like a meme or like an audio yeah, meme. Like, 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 a, like an audio bit for our show. You know, like, what a goal by Zelensky. You hit the button. Peter, give me a hug. That was Zelensky. Zelensky. <laughs> every every time Zelensky scores scores, Peter gets a hug from him. All right. <laughs> but we're out of here. Great show again. Uh until next time, guys. Fortunopolis Temple. Ciao ciao, Fortunopolis.